Live podcast where we focus on creators and entrepreneurs. I'm Josh Brunson. I'm with my co-host. Be bro, same name, same game. And we got a very special guest today, man. Very special guest. Uh, what? Two a two-time yeah. state champion. Shit, was that four? It's four stars. Four stars. Four stars. How many? How many uh, offers you had? I set it out with thirteen, but I had committed so early that you know what I'm saying before I really like blew up that, that a lot of teams was like you know he he gonna ride with them. So I went out at thirteen, but I had the SECs, I had the Big Tens, I had a uh, I had what you want to put on you. Oh God, yeah. Like, a top recruit. Right yeah. Now, yeah. So I had a little something. Went to, went to VT. Six mag. Six mag. Moot. Yeah, man. <laughs> man. Appreciate that love. Man. Hey man, God we appreciate you putting on for the city, man. Cause my that was God. crazy, bro. I swear to God, like real I, inspiration right there, man. Like, like, like I did last time, man. Uh, I'm gonna do it this time. I'm gonna do it every single episode, cause I appreciate you know what I'm saying. Anybody out here trying to get it, um, get your flowers. You feel me? Um, just being, you know what I'm saying, real nigga. I mean, coming on the pod, um, showing that love, for showing that love. I mean, that. and then, and then, I mean, we're gonna talk about it later. But you know, what I'm saying, giving back to the community. So, yeah. um, just give you your flowers. You know, what I'm saying, just it's that's love, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Same sure. to y'all, man. Right. Sure. Y'all already know, man. We came from, we all grew up together. So to see any of us doing something like, like as creative as this is, for sure. You know. And, and, any context you put it in, any kind of way you put it in, you know, this creative fact that you made something and did it. Not sure. sure. People do that. Right. They're scared to or, you know, it's something to make them not. So the fact that y'all put it, you know, put pen to paper and it actually made it work. Right. I took my hat to y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all Appreciate it, man. Sure. Appreciate that, my boy. Feel love. That was big time love. For sure. Appreciate right. right. So, man, get on folks, get on folks a little introduction to yourself, what you got going on, anything we missed out. I know you uh training right now, so you can tell us about that business, whatnot. Yeah, so uh, I recently started a, uh, a football training service for uh, young youth athletics from the ages six up to uh, eighteen. And okay. Even guys, you know, this guy since in college, right. uh, looking to branch and do more with you know uh, pro guys. You know, Fresh. I trained under a guy. Uh, Mike Scott, uh-huh. uh, he was out of Texas, mm-hmm. and you know he he's on it right now. He's training with some of the best guys in the league. Yeah, I trained with him when I was in college. So right. Okay. Now that I'm on the other side of the ball, I feel like it's necessary when you know what I'm saying if I went to him to get that insight mm-hmm. when it came when I wanted to perform on the field. Right. I need to learn to get that insight to be able to have other guys perform on the field. For sure. So, you know, trying to get them kids out there, trying to get them right. You know, trying to invest in them with football and athletics, but also Mentally and spiritually as well, yeah, understanding yeah. that that's the biggest point. Like a lot of guys, like a lot of guys, whether you play football or basketball or baseball in high school, and everybody dreamed to go to the league, yeah. it just don't work. For you know, sure, sometimes yeah. it just yeah, don't work. Yeah, yeah. it just ain't in the cards. Yeah, yeah. And, and everybody hit that roadblock, that dark patch. Everybody call it depression, really, but it's just like you don't know much. Yeah, like you spent your whole life doing this on the trying to chase umbrella. one thing. You know what I'm saying? You you didn't learn what everybody else learned. You going to school was understanding you had to go to school, but you really want to play for sure sports. Yeah, they going to school trying to be doctors, lawyers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Had careers, so instead of hitting that dark patch, wanting kids to like understand like 
at the end of the day, you play a sport, but you're not that sport. Right. Like, it's it's you more know, to you. You feel me? Yeah. You're like, your name is such and such, and I play right. such and such. Right. You know what I'm saying? But investing in such and such first, that's first and foremost, and understanding who made you and why they made you. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, you know, all around trying to make better men, better women. For sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it starts with that, but definitely trying to help them be in positions to make their dreams come true, like For I sure. got a chance to do. For That's sure. That's dope, bro. Let me, let, me, let me ask you something, bro. What, where did the name Six Man come from, bro? Because, like, I mean, I know, I know, you know what I'm saying, you came from Dudley, then you went Northern, you know what I'm saying, then Virginia Tech. So, like, where did the name, where, where the name Six Man come from? Uh, I got to tell you where the number six came from first. Tell me that. Okay. Tell me that. So this uh, what is it? 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Ron just came from Cleveland and he went to Miami. And, yeah. You know he was 23. <laughs> he turned into his alter ego six, and I had just transferred from Dudley, going uh-huh. to Northern. Mm-hmm. And you know, only reason I went to Northern was to give myself a better opportunity for sure. to go to school. For sure. You know what I'm yeah. So yeah, I went there, and the only number that was open was six. Mm-hmm. And then a senior had just left with it, so I was like, you know what? I'm about to get six because Bron got six. Yeah. That was really why I got it because I'm a Bron fan. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Bron sure. the goat, bro. There so, you go. There you go. So I was like, I'm going to get six. So then I went to, well, I finished high school and six became like an alter ego type. Yeah. Like six was swaggy. Six was fresh. Six was, he was a dog. Like, yeah. Six yeah. was we know. everything. That, like, <laughs> we know. Six was everything that, you know, how some people be like, uh, he got some juice or something like that. Yeah. Six was everything that the world like commended. Yeah. Like that was six. He became like a Dion primetime type. That yeah. was just like an alter ego. He was like, the golden oh, child for real. Yeah, like I'm completely different off the field. Bro. Yeah, like, I sure. ain't, like it's two different worlds. Man, but you a dog on that field. Yeah, six well, time is time. Yeah, six <laughs> was him. So then when I got to college, I was able to get six again. And at that oh, point, okay. I just. I don't know. My, my my boys up there, my boy Steve Shop Tip, I mean, shout out to my dog, man, that's my brother. Uh he gave me the name Six Man. That's we, used right. have, yeah, that's like, we used to have, you know, me Adonis, Alexander, uh Hashan Gaines, we had uh Dwayne Lawson, Steve Shop We had like a gun club. Yeah. I was six mag, six round magazine clip. Yeah. Don was thirty six clips. Y'all crazy. House, <laughs> Y'all house was crazy. Mac eleven. You know what I'm saying? And Steve was nine with the extra clip. I mean, with, the, with the one in the chamber. That's you know what I'm crazy. He's number ninety one. Yeah. Uh, so you know what I'm saying? That we we became like a gun club. We was friends. We chilled with each other every day. So six mag became that originally, and then like it had no no meaning. Like what's a mag? So my team chaplain, like I was the uh, lead chaplain on the team, junior chaplain. That's hard. He came up to me one day before we played uh, Clips in the ACC Championship, and he was like, like he dapped me up and was like, Mag is man after God. And I was like, yo. I'm right. But then it took a completely different meaning. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I started. Yeah, then then I started understanding, like, you know, you think of, like, Creation, yeah. And they say God created the world in like one one week, yeah. seven days, right? On the sixth day, He made man. And in the six thousand year creation, Messiah walked the earth and showed us how to really be that man that yeah. God created, right? So I was like, dang, like everything really happened for a reason, and it is it, way deeper than we understand at the time. You yeah, me? like for sure. Six started off as a worldly dude, then he started off as like this just. Dude going fed on the field, then yeah. he became like a man after God, and then he became like a whole nother like being type jump. So 
That's yeah. six man. It's yeah. a lot deeper than a lot of people oh, see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember it, it's like on the field, but like he's evolved, bro. Like he got multiple versions. For me? sure. So, For sure. Man, you, you talk about that alter ego, man. I remember playing you, what was it? Uh Gators AAU. Yeah. How do you tap into that? How do you tap into that alter ego? I'm gonna call it, we ain't gonna say alter ego, we're gonna say your mentality. Man, you know what I'm saying? Just, Where did that come I'm from, real, bro? bro? I'm gonna be real. And move, I'm gonna let you answer, bro. But I just think, bro, as long as I done known Moot, Moot has just always just been a dog. Like, it's just like he had that his dog mentality in him. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna let you answer, but like, but where, me, where you think that me, come from? That's just what I seen. Uh, it came from how I was raised, man. Uh, I was the youngest of three. My sister was a multi state champion in track, my brother was a state champion yeah. at Dudley. So we had a lot on our plate, especially with my dad being my dad, like yeah, like everything different at home. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I just think we had all of us had like a lot of tension, yeah. trauma type built up. That mm-hmm. when we was out there, like we was free, mm-hmm. and we we were good. So we mm-hmm. we could actually have fun in the game right. and do what we kind of imagined ourselves doing. Yeah. Right. But I think it came from that, and then I just started. I started liking it. Mm. You know what I mean? I started liking the contact, the body. Like, I started mm-hmm. playing football when I was six. Yeah. I remember wearing my brother's, like, equipment outside, and I couldn't stand up because it was too heavy for me. Like, I'm on the ground, like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. So, that, having an older brother, having an older sister, growing up getting picked on, body fights, all that, it kind of made me. My dog. It made me a dog in a way. Yeah. And then playing athletics, it, I mean, doing athletics, it was like, now I can go out there and have fun and use this to my advantage. Right. And then when I started seeing how, how it worked, yeah, I just loved it, bro. Like, it just... Do you think you can instill that into into the youth, or you think that's kind of something you just grow up with? Yeah, because a lot of people don't see, a lot of people don't see what goes on behind, like, them closed doors, you know what I'm saying, at home and whatnot, like you said, with your dad and, you know, you know, to having older, older siblings, a lot of people don't see what goes on, they just see what, what happens out there on that field, so, yeah. like. I think it's a lot that factors into it. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, like I say, Brian the GOAT, but I feel like if Brian had a pops, he would be even better, because he, he would have killed. Like sometimes LeBron just needs somebody to be like, go, kill, go yeah. get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And I think it, it it all a lot factors into it. Yeah, missing mm-hmm. some meals, <laughs> not having yeah. places to stay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? All of that factors into it, and just your upbringing and how the people are around you. Like uh, my sister has killed. Yeah, my sister's a killer. Yeah. She go get it. Yeah. I grew up watching everybody around me, so I I took from everybody a piece right. of something. Mm-hmm. I took kill. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's a killer, bro. Like she go get it. I think I took that from her. So I think a lot factors into it about instilling that in other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you can, but I think you got to get them the confidence that they can do it first. For sure. Like let them like be transparent with them. Mm-hmm. Tell you like, bro, like like kids I coach now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I be like, bro, look at me, bro. Like. I'm, you know what I'm saying? You can do it. Mm-hmm. And I even go out there and show them how to do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So understanding that you can and then telling yourself, I am. Having that confidence. I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can do it because I see somebody else do it. Like, yeah. People wake up, they eat, sleep, 
shit, piss, just Same like, way. like right. they can do it. What makes them do it? When you start to understand what makes them do it, it might take some time to understand yeah. just that little switch. Like y'all ain't know how how it felt dunking. And she actually dunked, right? Yeah, yeah, all right. But like, once you get a piece of that, and you understand. You do that like, shit all the time. You can do it. You, yeah. And then once you're used to doing it, you can become that. Yeah. And I think it's just repetition and a lot of factors that go into it too. But I think anybody can do it. They just gotta believe. You just gotta understand that you you can and that you want to. And then yeah. when you say I can and I want to, I am. Yeah. You feel me? And when you do it, that's when it. That's a bar, bro. Yeah. For sure. That I yeah. am is deep. So 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 you talked about um you talked about you know saying going to Dudley and then eventually you know saying transferring the northern yeah. like what was that what was that transition like for you I mean I those are two totally different schools I mean for the sure. viewers don't know those are two totally different yeah. great programs though both great, great, great programs but two totally different cultures cultures cultures. I had a culture shock when I was there. <laughs> I had a culture shock, bro. It was I crazy, bro. Like, my birthday was my first day going to Northern. March oh, yeah. 27, 2012 was my first day going to Northern, bro. Your birthday coming up? Or we were nah, we at? already passed. And damn sure yeah, did. Yeah, it's April lady, goddamn what? Happy belated. I'm just making sure. Cause look, it's about to be 27. <laughs> I ain't know what we was in, man. So, yeah, my first day going out there was the 27th. And coming from Dudley, I told my teacher, like, man, I'm about to go to New Orleans. Let me get an A in math, bro. I got the A there, you know what I'm saying? Let me get that A. So, like, we taking the EOCs at, at, at Dudley, and some people got green papers. We like, man, let me go sit beside the dude. Okay, just be quiet. You know what I'm saying? I go to New Orleans, they trying to teach me the book. First two weeks, I'm failing. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> Nigga, I never seen this shit before, bro. You got fucking shapes and shit on the on the board. Yeah. Trying, like Trying I never seen with, this shit. With all letters and yeah, numbers. Yeah. Like, they added shapes and letters to math. Yeah, like, come before. on, man. Like, come on. That's not math at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's more so science. I'm not trying to do no formulas and shit. But man, it was a culture shock, bro. But like, I, I started playing tennis out there and shit. I'm feeling like I'm in high school musical, bro. Like, hey, yo, yo. Are you think that help your game, though, bro? Tennis. Hell, bro, I play Oh, you just bullshit. Bro, that shit was a part of P.E., but I, was, <laughs> I look like picking up a tennis racket. Yeah, hey, bro, you, you never know, bro. that shit, bro. Like, hey. nigga, I was having fun, bro. That, I was, man, that shit was crazy. And, and it was different lifestyle, bro. Like, it is two different worlds. Yeah. Like, my boy uh, Dwayne Norcott came out the north. Mm-hmm. At Dudley, he wearing a fit every day. And that was natural at Dudley. Yeah, like, right, right. fit on every day. Every day, a fashion show. And I came from that. Till I went out there, I'm seeing the richest boy dudes. I done been to their house. They got three story, four story houses. They got on flip flops, yeah. dirty Nike socks, chilling, lacrosse shorts, and an athletic shirt with a book bag, chilling. Yeah, Danny, Danny I'm like, right. bro, I'm wasting all my fits, bro. So I just started, man. I just started chilling. I think what it did, it made me see. It made me kind of chill on everything because I realized I ain't got to, like, put up an image. I don't got to like, prove yourself. I don't got to prove nothing. Like, yeah. I can go out here and really freely do what I want to do. And, like, the football out there was something. Like, they had Keenan coming. They mm-hmm. had Maurice and all them. They had TJ, who was uh, on a, who was probably the nicest high school football player I've personally ever seen in my life. But he was, Boy. <laughs> he was crazy, bro. But 
uh, we had all of them. So the expectations, the, the mm-hmm. legacy, the richness right. within, the, yeah. not with money wise, but within the like program, yeah. like you had people that really cared and invested in these guys. So I think all of that was a lot different. And I could go out there to Northern and really be me. Right. Like I could, at Dudley, you couldn't do but so much. They just wasn't allowing but so much. And it was kind of more freedom out there to be me. And right. that's why I was able to turn into six. Okay. So moving moving forward to turning into six. Yeah. You going to Virginia Tech. Tell us what that experience is like. Because I know you got a story behind that. The folks in the first, morning here. Yeah. First, let me, first, <laughs> first tell me about, like, the transition from northern yeah. to Virginia Tech. And then you get, then you get, yeah, tell me that. Tell me that. Well, I think what helped me go to college and actually be able to compete was my experiences in high school, like okay. going to the opening, doing like NC Elite, traveling around the country, oh, okay. like playing the best guys. That built my confidence. Like I said, the first, in order for somebody to do it, you got to feel like you can do it. Mm-hmm. And then you got to know you can do it. I felt like I could do it. And then I went out there and did it. I knew I could right. do it. So I knew I belonged. Right. So when I went to college... I went in there 160, and I knew I wasn't going to play at 160. So it was the first time in my life I was like, yo, I'm going to lock in and really, I got to do this because I want to be on the field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not cool with just sitting back. It's one thing to cheer for people, but at the end of the day, if I know I can be out there doing right. the same thing, if trying not to do better, it. I want to get out there, especially yeah. on something like that. That's competitive. You right. I'm not going to give you a, an advantage up on me. Plus, my roommate, Adonis, was a freaking nature, so he came lifting OD weights. So I, I kind of got offended. I'm like, I'm not to <laughs> I ain't about to let you out. Yeah, that's the kill. I'm like, nah, I'm not. I got flipped that switch. Like, I'm not about to let you out outshine me as a freshman. We both got here early, right. so I crushed a whole jug of muscle milk, every single gallon of powder. Right? Yeah. Would take a nap every day, drinking four or five shakes. I would eat. My eggs, sausage, biscuits, I mean, uh, uh, cinnamon waffles in the morning. I would go eat Cadoba at lunch. So I was on like a meal plan and we was lifting. Bro, I gained 30 pounds in three months, bro. Damn. So that's how I got up to, I, I got up to, no, no, I gained, I gained, yeah, I gained 26. I got up to 186 and I weighed in at 160 when I first got there. And I ended up winning defensive newcomer of the spring. So like I had set myself, not only did I gain the weight, like I had ball, because you got to yeah. think, like, I feel like, like Eminem, you only get one shot. Like I'm, I came up here. I graduated high school early. I gotta put on. Yeah. yeah. So, I put on, bro. Like I, sure. I took that, and I was like, bro, there's no way that I'm not about to play here. Right. You feel me? Like I'm, like I said, I'm not cool with sitting on no sideline, bro. Like, yeah. My back hurts. You feel me? Cold, <laughs> cold games. Back cold pain, games. Bro. Cold games. Your feet hurt. Your fingers are numb. <laughs> I'm about to say, your fingers are numb. You're, you're out there for three hours. I'm not about to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I want to be out here yeah. playing. Yeah. I want people to be talking about me. For like, sure. I want to search my name after the game, and I can read. So was it automatic once they gave you that chance? Did you just turn yeah. into a... I got my chance. My first start my freshman year was the third game of the season against ECU. I got to pick that game. I had some TFLs that game. Like, I really, like, put on. The only reason I got to play was because Kendall Fuller had tore his knee. I played in Ohio State. I got a little fumble recovery. That was yeah. my first game ever. Yeah. Played in that. But this is my first start. 
And I got the chance to start because Kendall Fuller was hurt. And I was like, shit. I never wish for nobody to get hurt. Nah, honestly, this guy's trying to go. This guy's trying to go. Yeah, and when I did that, that was it from there. I started splitting reps with Run X. He was supposed to be, he get two, I get one. Yeah. I'm not cool with sitting on sound like, hey, yo, we switching every other worst case. <laughs> he like I didn't yeah. tell him, yo, I'm going to go in and uh, we'll figure out when you get there. You feel me? But I'm like, nah, we're doing every other one. You know so you I mean? deboed him, bro? I deboed him, yeah. So then, respectfully, you worked for it, bro. I gave you, I gave you a chance. You worked for it. You felt like you worked for it. I mean, hey, yeah, I did work for it. You know what I'm saying? And I knew at the end of the day, I could do better than you, right? Because I got a mind out here that's telling me I'm gonna do better than you. you feel right? Me? Like I want to be out there because I know I'm finna do more yeah. than you can do. Yeah. So once that happened, I ain't look back, bro. And the coaches ain't look back. And that next year, like my freshman year, I played corner, backside, and uh, uh, field side, I played nickel, I played rover, I played free, and if T. Gray had stayed, I was going to play free the rest of my college career. Oh, much. But I played nickel, which we turned into like a, it was really a a two defense position, like one package, it was an outside linebacker, he was oh, 6'4", yeah. 230, yeah. and the other one, it was a 5'11", 175 dude. But I could do both. Right. Because I could blitz, I could be in the run game, and I could cover. Right. And we just made it the base defense. And, like, Buff also, like, one of the best deep coordinators in the history of college football. Yeah, like, sure. He switched his whole defense for me to let me be able to do that. Shit. Do like, you? I changed it. And he had some dogs come through there. Yeah. But I changed his whole shit because of my athleticism and my mentality, which yeah. made me be able to do way more than I was right. technically supposed to be able to do. Right. What do you uh, learn at all them different positions, like, did that come? Did that come from them two programs, Dudley Northern, or like just studying film, being the dog on the in the film room? I think it because they. It seemed like, bro, they was moving. I don't know all the positions of football, yeah. bro. I'm a basketball head, yeah. but it seemed like you was everywhere on the field, bro. It, man, it it seems like that too when you like. When you trying to make sure you in on every tackle type shit too, like you want somebody <laughs> yeah, to be like, yeah, like, say, yeah. Like, like I think. Versatility is important mm-hmm. in sports, period. And a lot of stuff that helped me was me playing soccer growing up. Mm-hmm. Honestly, okay, yeah. honestly yeah. Was, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real though, I think what helped me really was playing soccer growing up because it got my footwork mm-hmm. right as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I was able to do like in the apex, like I'm a lot quicker because I do some crazy shit with my feet, bro. Like playing basketball, yeah. it made me be able to move laterally and be mm-hmm. able to, like, you got to be able to move in and out of, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to be able to hoop. Like, baseball, got my hand-eye coordination, right? So I'm able to actually yeah. make plays on the ball. Like, all of that helped me be more versatile. And then my mentality is what took me to the next level mm-hmm. after I got my body right to be able to, you know, bang around and playing football. Yeah. And with them college guys yeah you know what I'm saying like they big and they fast and they strong and my mentality was what helped me go cause I knew I was small but if, if I'm not gonna let you get your hands on me and maul me you're gonna have to you're gonna have to come get me right. you come get me I'm gonna juke you <laughs> yeah within these two yards you feel me like at and go get that tackle yeah, right. yeah. I'm gonna get that tackle because I'm you're gonna not, get up. You're not gonna stop me. Yeah, that and that. the crowd's gonna go lose. I want to hear that. At the end of the day, yeah. I'm gonna make you say it as many times. You as want possible. it more than the next man. You feel me? Like, because yeah. I already knew 
it's a lot of politics that go into sports. There's politics going into life and everything. Yeah, for sure. And I wanted to make it to where there is no way you're not going to mention me when you mention all these people. You right. Know what I'm saying? So, so, so as far as, like, them politics go and, and you know what I'm saying, I'll let you talk uh, to you, like, about your situation and whatnot. Like, just, just, just speak on, like, you know what I'm saying, what happened in that aspect. And that, and that eight. Eight months. Yeah, I think I read an article. It said like an eight month span. Like, yeah. like I think you had like some something happened. You know, what I'm saying your situation happened. Then like you had ended up like transferring school. So just like take me through that. Man, it was crazy, man. Um, it was like an eight month span. It was February. I had tore my labrum in my hip. My sophomore year, we that played Notre Dame. That feel like hell. <laughs> like my hip been hurting all day today. Yeah, that's like, what I'm supposed to have a what do you call it, a cadaver? Yeah, that's okay. He's not there anymore. <laughs> He's no longer there. It's back on the arthritis. That's okay. You've been aching. Yeah, niggas getting old. Yeah, you've been. Yeah, it's alright. Like hip replacement by 45. You feel me? That's okay. But uh, man, I had uh, tore my labor my sophomore year. Ended up having surgery by Virginia Tech. Uh, tore it again my junior year. Damn. And when I tore it again my junior year, I went in. Had Virginia Tech look at it again, and they like, man, it's twelve problems wrong with it now, and it's infected, and your stitches are are have came apart. So I'm like, okay, I'm not about to go back to Virginia Tech to have surgery because a lot of guys had you know went medically right. uh, disqualified because they kept tearing the same injury over and over. So I'm like, I'm going to a hip specialist. He do three hundred a year. That's uh, all. Yeah. He do there's a hip a day with it. His summers, yeah, yeah. you feel me? So, went to him at Wake Forest, not thinking nothing of it, thinking of, I'm trying to take care of myself. It was some hostility towards that. You know they what I'm saying? They ain't fuck with it? Nah, they ain't fuck with it, because... That's uh, your body. That's crazy. See, it's my body, and, and it's my future. At the end of the day, they use my body as much as they want it. And then when they run that shit all out, they threw that shit out. You feel me? Yeah. Like, when you think of accumulation in that eight months, what happened? Like, I, I had surgery in February. We go through spring. We go through all that. I'm kicked off the team in July. What changed from us playing West Virginia my junior year and you saying, Mook Reynolds, man, you know, you praising me at the team dinner time right. to you kicking me off the team and me finding out on Twitter? You know what I'm saying? Like, I found out when everybody else found out. Like, my sister called me crying, like, are you okay? And I'm like, what? Just got out of jail. Are you okay? What you talking about? Yeah, I just got arrested, but I'm out now. It. You ain't seen it? Nah, what you talking about? I'm about to send it to you. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? And niggas, like, niggas expect you to be men in this world, but the people who expect you to be men and the people who supposed to be men who sit on your couch, tell your parents, like, your future name, take care of your kid. They walk through doors, don't speak to you. They kick you off teams, don't speak to you. And here's my thing. Like, I'm going to go into the situation and all of that, but Virginia Tech still owed me my last two semesters because I'm not no fucking drug dealer, bro. Right. You feel me? Like, I need I need to be able to, like, put put a better future up for myself the same one I had then right. before y'all treated me like a criminal. Right. All for a year later, find out. He not no fucking criminal. Like at the end of the day, yeah. he not nothing that y'all painting him to be. They yeah. need to make amends for that shit. Yeah. Like, I can't ask the people who talk shit unknowingly, yeah. all the fans who talk shit unknowingly, to make amends. But 
Virginia Tech, y'all can definitely put, you know, y'all can accept that y'all was wrong. Like, the athletic department allowed all this to go on. For sure. Y'all can give me a chance to finish my degree. Yeah. Free. The same yeah. opportunity I would have had. I'm not exactly. taking out $30,000 for that yeah. shit. Like, my life been on hold already. I'm trying to set myself up yeah. to better my future and all that. But as far as the situation, man, just wrong place, wrong time. But everything happened for a reason. Oh, God. Uh, I was at a point with, like, with football, where I didn't see myself different from a gladiator in Roman times. Like, right. they was in a coliseum, which won't shit with a stadium, men fighting and killing animals. Right. Now you got niggas in the stadium fighting or competing on the team named mm-hmm. after animals. Right. Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams, right. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I saw myself, I was kind of thinking of it. Like I said, I came into some spirituality and I was just thinking, like, it's us in Grecian times. It's us in Roman times. You got the governor. Sign him. Cut his contract. You feel mm-hmm. me? Same yeah. thing back then. Let him live or kill the nigga. Yeah. You feel me? A slave auction ain't no different from a draft. Like, the money worth it. Yeah, I was going to use the money to get land and be able to get my family out yeah, of here. Everybody don't, don't know that. that. They don't know that at yeah. all. I wasn't trying to play in the league. And they ain't teaching that either. They not. I'm not trying to be in the league long. I'm playing for three years, get my second contract. Yeah. And when I get my second contract, I sign my shit. And I get my signing bonus. Ah, my leg. <laughs> For sure. Can't blame him. It's, it's, smart. it's smart. It's smart. PTO. It's smart, though. Let me get a PTO. <laughs> it's like I'm vested in the league now. Like, you go give me 25 bands for the rest of my life. You know, God had a different calling because I understand now I would have destroyed myself had I went to the league. You couldn't have given me all that money and them temptations. Like I said, six was everybody in the world. Yeah, exactly. There's no way I could have been who I wanted to be spiritually. I couldn't have been that guy who felt that way about playing football in a stadium and being the same as a Roman Coliseum, the draft being the same, same as the auction. Mm-hmm. You just gave me millions of dollars. I got women flocking to my, you know, in yeah, my every location. For sure. I couldn't have been that, that guy who I was called to be. Right. So I look at it as a blessing. Right. And I had kind of prayed for it in February because when I had that surgery, it gave me time to be able to Sermon. read, <laughs> yeah. to be able to study, to be able to ponder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everything I thought life was about was taken. Mm-hmm. And I just had Jamon Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I didn't have Mook Reynolds. Yeah. I had Jamon, Jamon Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. I had who I am when I look in the mirror. Right. And I got time to invest in him. And I fell in love with who he could be. Right. I, I understood this. Like, I hated football except for when the whistle blew. That's why I could freely turn into that dog. Yeah. I hated everything. After. I hated the expectation my daddy would put on Yeah. You hated it. Yeah. Like, the, the the Romans the, the you know what I'm saying everybody looking at you you know what I'm saying like, gladiator. like the gladiator you know what I'm saying because because to be honest with you from what it sounds like and I mean I I didn't play you know what I'm saying the big arenas you know yeah. what I'm saying all this that and the third so it kind of feel like um that like 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 if you, if you wouldn't do if you wouldn't do what you're doing on the field they probably looking at you like a, like you a regular nigga they wouldn't give a fuck about they wouldn't you. Get, they wouldn't give a fuck about you you're not doing nothing for me exactly. Right. But if you're doing something for them, it's like... Fake love. So, so what what would you tell these kids growing up? Because, like, even hearing from Julie's perspective, now Mm -hmm. your perspective, it seemed like, really, it's conditional. It's a business. You know what I'm saying? What advice would you give to these youngest coming up that's getting recruited, that got your talent? Like I said, we experience everything we do for a reason. Like, y'all know me growing up. Y'all mm-hmm. knew my family. Y'all mm-hmm. knew my pops. Y'all knew my siblings. Mm-hmm. My dad told me after I decided I didn't want to play. I didn't want to be those guys who spend in their 20s trying to play 
trying to like, nah, man, I gotta make it to mm-hmm. got killing your body type. Yeah. I didn't want to be one of those guys. I'm like, nah, I'd rather find my next avenue so I can go all the way fuck out. Bro. Yeah, you feel me? My pops ended up telling me like, besides football, we don't have much of a relationship, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like, you know what? I needed to hear that, right? Because it just let me know. Like what the what the world was telling me. You reassured what the world was telling me. Mm-hmm. When I got arrested, I couldn't play football no more. It's I was kind of scared to like people like bro, you move, bro, you still got a name, bro. The city love you. I'm like, bro, I'm not like right. I'm, I'm not that dude no right, more. Like yeah. I'm not on TV. I'm not fucking playing. Niggas can't. Niggas not trying to say yeah. I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I used to search. Pridefully, I used to search my name on Twitter sometimes just because mm-hmm. I wanted to feel some love at the time. I used to post a picture on Instagram just to feel some love, just to feel some yeah. love. But all of that shit was like it ain't even real love. It's not me. real, bro. Yeah. And I told you once I had time to sit down with Jamon, bro. I found out like I wanted to invest in Jamon because Jamon was was peaceful. Jamon was like even Jamon, like that's a Hebrew name, mean like yeah. right hand of favor. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And Mook means stupid and incompetent. You feel me? Like, it's, everything happened for a reason, though, bro. Like, that's my biggest testimony, bro. Everything happened for a reason. And you just got patience and endurance, man. That's why I bring through it. So with these kids, like the ones I train now, I, I, I'm real with them. I tell them my experiences because I want them. I told one kid, man, I'm like, look, never let him know. Like, you got to understand. You want your kid to make it. But you got to understand he's doing it. Mm-hmm. I asked him before I even trained, like, I, I, I know I talked to your pops, but do you want this? Because it's one thing for you not to really want it because mm-hmm. you're not going to you put your all into it for the world. You're not going to put your all into it. All right. Like, do you want to feel self-gratification mm-hmm. or are you doing it to appease your father? Or appease everybody or else. appease yeah, everybody else. Yeah, watch him. Do you want the fans you or feel do you really love Because it's shit. never, exactly, like me. It was a time I loved football. Right. But then when I got to college and, and I started. All politics and Yeah. <laughs> I started like, it was different. Like to the point I'm, I didn't want to play. But right. I knew I couldn't tell my family I, I didn't want to play because I right. still wanted the bread to get the land. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't want to tell them my plans. So I prayed to the most high. Like, you know, if, if this is not, if I can't really live out your ways and right. be who you call or ordained man to be, take it. Cause I'm too afraid to, I'm too afraid to right. take it from myself. And I said, make it clear. So with my situation, man, I go into that. Like mostly, what I tell the kids is like, if they want it, then you know what I'm saying. You got to go all out for it. Understanding that at the end of the day, when you take these cleats off, you're still a person. I tell them like, your name is such and such. Right. Your name is such and such, and you do such and such. You're not such and such the football player, such and such the That's basketball player. That's not your identity. Player. That's not your identity. That is something you do. Right. You feel me? Like, even people who go to the league, you go to the league, you live your life, bro. Like, at the end of the day, that don't define you. That only makes it to where now you can live more enjoyably. For you sure. can live more freely. Yeah. You're still going to have uh, requirements and things to do. You got to be a practice, stuff that they're going to yeah. make you do. You still work. You know what I'm saying? You still work, but it's a job yeah. at the end of the day. Like, it's right. not... It's not make it or break it. Like, that's a job that's very easy to get millions to, worst case, go to practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, in my situation in that eight-month span, ended up being at the wrong place, wrong time, man. I had one of my homeboys, y'all know guy, had him come up there because him, him and Dwayne was going to go with me wherever I got drafted. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to bring him up there, being able to try to learn to meet 
people and be able to make a way for himself, create a yeah. way for himself. Put, putting your putting your guys in in, in trying a place to put him in a, to where when we do get up and we do get drafted, now I right, you got to use my name. You can I don't, use your name exactly. Yeah, no. You know how to network. You know right. how to operate. You meeting people up here, real spill. relationships, real spill. You know what I'm saying? So um, we ended up going up there, and we got up there like an hour earlier than than everybody was supposed to be staying with. Because the night before, I just made the final payment, down payment on this new crib we was moving in. Four-bedroom crib, two acres of land. I yeah. just got a dark junk smooth. Just did that the day before, so I had like $50 in my pocket, and I had a cheap sitting on 35s, bro. <laughs> like, man, don't go past 80 miles per hour. Yeah. Like, gas guzzler, bro. Like, yeah. $10 now, still going to say low fuel. You know what I'm saying? You got to put 60 beans in there to get 25% to full. So I was like, man, I'm going to just blow some time, kill some time. Ended up getting in the car with the wrong individual, man. Unbeknownst to me, bro, I had three ounces in the car. I didn't find out until we got arrested. Yeah. And I done seen Set It Off. I done seen all these movies. But I've never been in a situation right. like that. Hell yeah. So, you know, I never drive. We never, like, everybody smoke. Yeah. I never smoke when I drive because I learned, like, I don't want to give you probable cause. So before I got in the car, I'm like, bro, you don't, like, we not yeah, smoking. Yeah, you straight, you straight, straight right? Yeah. yeah. Your license, get everything good. That So if we do get pulled, and I like to not ask this, so that if we do get pulled, it just be a routine traffic stop. Right. We like, yeah, but everything's straight, everything's straight. So we get in, we on the highway, only people on the highway. Like a quarter mile back, we see some police like, we like, bro, is he coming for us, bro? There ain't no way. I know, bro, no way. It must yeah, be an emergency yeah. or a yeah, quarter mile. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Box. Bro, he came behind us, and I, and, and I reiterated, like, everything good, bro, you get licensed and all that gate. Like, yeah, bro. He come asking for his license. Oh, sir, I don't got it. I'm like, bro, what, bro? Guys in the passenger seat, I'm in the back seat, he in the driver's seat. I'm like, bro, what, bro? So then he goes, he reads the tags or whatever, and he's like, driver on the intercom, driver, drop the keys out the window. So I'm like, bro. So I kind of find out the car was reported stolen. It was a rental car that the dude supposedly didn't give his uncle some bread, so his uncle reported the car stolen. Crazy. So... They, it's Blacksburg, they had a police die, so for every person, they pull up two police cars. Mm. So it's three people in the car, six police cars, two police in each car, so it's 12 police drawing guns on us, and we getting out individually. Like, never been in this before, yeah. each one getting out, it's really like a movie, bro. Yeah. So they put my knees on the ground, I put handcuffs, never been handcuffed before, never been in no situation like that. I got the handcuffs on from 11 to 4. And, like, my name is Jamon Reynolds. So, when right. you pull out my ID card, say Jamon Reynolds. Jamon Reynolds, they understood Jamon Reynolds was innocent. Jamon Reynolds ain't really yeah. at the wrong place, wrong time. Like, right. I ain't. Like, bruh, I don't really know. I'm trying to kill time. Yeah. Like, you don't even know what's going on. I really, really don't know yeah. what's going on. So, when Jamon Reynolds was there, they understood. But as soon as they put Mook was Jamon, it became different instantly. Right. Right. Like, and they ended up letting Guy go. And they charged me with the same thing they charged charged the driver with, where he had a scale under his seat too. Damn. So they just wanted that story. They bro. wanted that story, man. And that's crazy. And Virginia Tech Justin Fuente, who who got fired, he he just did it the way he did it. He just I I, I guess he seen the opportunity because Fuente was the Justin was the kind of guy he didn't he didn't like. He was scared of the guys who missed meals growing up. He was scared of the guys who mm-hmm. had 
who played with that fire. Yeah. Because he didn't. He had probably part of it. He didn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so he, I guess he seen the first opportunity, but he didn't understand that I was like, and a lot of my friends and a lot of teammates, a lot of people he put off the team was a glue of the team. Right. So right. that's why the program went to shit the way it did. Yeah. Because you removed the glue of the team. You think about guys like Trey and Hendon that went up there. Do you think oh, they right. went up there because you recruited them? <laughs> Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Like Trey, me and Hendon got a crib. Hendon's sophomore year. Trey, DJ Crossing, Alan Tisdale, they're not standing at the dorms. They're sleeping on the couch. We yeah. got two. TVs in the living room playing Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 I'm they, watching yeah. your screen. Yeah. They ain't trying to. Nah, it's family, yeah. bro. Like, exactly. They say this is home, but like they don't understand. Like A lot of us really grew up together oh, like yeah. since we were kids. Kids. Right? Yeah. Like, we used to go yeah. to Brendan Haywood's basketball camp at Dudley. Bruh. People don't know we were kids. Skinhead yeah. kids. Bro, I didn't know. I didn't know you Yeah, Pucks, bro. For real. So, but I just feel like. And well, I got to touch oh, on yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead go so ahead. you know, I come from that. I ended up getting charged with a case five felony selling and distributing marijuana, like painted as a, a kingpin, a big drug dealer, named on ESPN ticker. But a year later, charges drop. No, no fines. No community service. No probation. Where was my article that? That, vindicated right, that y'all was wrong that, 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 that <laughs> we were wrong yeah, you know what I'm saying wrong, yeah. like y'all painted me in this place I became a thug mm-hmm. to you know the fan base and articles I became a knucklehead I became mm-hmm. a guy who had too many stripes have you ever read of any time I got in trouble at Virginia Tech and that's that's what I was te- that's what I was telling him I was like I was like why why, why are they going so hard on a like on a, like a first offense type thing you feel me yeah, like, that's the, I had, and, and that's and that's the type that's the type a world we really live in. Yeah. It's like, conditional, bro. You feel me? Yeah. Like you, you an athlete. You a star. You feel me? And and this is like bonafide star. You feel me? And you trying to use his name just to shit on him. You feel me? Uh, off of a off of a mistake for real. And that yeah. shit is just sad, bro. Not. And it, it it was a mistake, and I can take accountability for it. For like, sure. I put myself in that situation. And you man enough to do that, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely understanding, like when when all that happened. Like, you know how the scriptures say, be still and know that I am God? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was still. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I moved how he wanted me to move, and I learned what he was teaching me. Right. I went exactly where I needed to be. Like, that whole process removed the dead man that was on my back, the mm-hmm. one who the world wanted. Right. And it gave me everything that I actually needed. It removed everything from it, and he fought for me. Right. How, how do I know he fought for me? Every charge was dropped. Right. I didn't pay a dime. I didn't have to go check in and piss with nobody. Nope. He li- he literally did what he said he was going to do. Right. So whole time going through that situation, like a lot of people don't know, when I went to Texas, I had a transfer out there. My house burned down. Yeah. I lost all my clothes. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I went through a lot. Yeah. But they, I they was, don't know that. They don't no, that's still eight months, right? That's within eight yeah, months, yeah. right? Yeah. I go to the, I try to do all the draft training. Just to find out, my name wasn't even on their draft boards because they still thought I had a felony charge. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really why I stopped playing. On top of my body messing up on me, like, I didn't get the opportunity because they didn't even know 
or try to the update how, it. Right. Yeah, the, the updated that, news. The truth. Yeah, right. The truth, because the media portrayed it in such a way, Virginia Tech portrayed it in such a way that you just went with the headline, and if you went with the headline, yeah, that he's a felon. Right. He's going down. Yeah, right. But the whole time you was innocent, and it showed. And it showed. It showed. Like I, I pled for my innocence. Let people. They wasn't trying to hear that. They went with the media, but mm-hmm. there was never any amends for it. And that's why I say to Virginia Tech, like my life was altered with right. it. You know still, what I'm saying? It still is. It still is. You feel me? Like that changed my life. And at no point was it ever. I'm not gonna say corrected. The past is past. Can't change. I learned mm-hmm. everything I needed to learn, but. I'm not that guy I was portrayed to be, never have been, and never will be. Right. But, like, at the end of the day, the same way people loved me, I had people name their kids after me. Mm-hmm. The same way they loved me, and then something like this came up creating a false image. Like, I just want my name to be cleansed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just clean my name. I don't want a dollar from you. Well, I do want thirty bands. Right. Yeah, right. But that's right. free. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's so, yeah, yeah, you yeah, that's, 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 that's easy. That's easy money to them. You feel yeah. me? So I just want that negative light taken off of me because that's never been who I was. Like I am exactly who y'all saw. Six Mag who go out there and snap, but he mook off the field. Like y'all know how mook is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm down to earth. I right. think. Cooler. Yeah. You feel me? Sure. It's cooler, yeah. Yeah, like, so. I don't think you could be that good at football the way you was and be a kingpin. Nah. You know what I'm saying? How you and gonna take that? classes. And how you going to do that? How, how you going to do that? How you going to do that? Try to get a degree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. That's crazy. I was multi-talented, I guess. <laughs> I swear. You know what I'm saying? I had workers, I guess. Man, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Because, um, like, I mean, I know, I know, like they use the whole uh, nil shit now, like the the name, uh, what's name, image, and likeness or yeah, whatever. So. Like how you how you think since you was like a, such a big, they really you know the king, yeah. They making money off your jersey. How but, you feel? But, I mean, but how, how how you think that would have went with you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> snapping in college the way you was. Because you might would have you might would have had. You might would have had that bread. I at least would have had 250 bands. We got to think. Snapped on Tennessee. Yeah. Did that to Alvin Kamara when he went to the league. Oh, as soon as he goes to the league, he went uh, He went to Pro, uh, Provo, didn't he? I think he did so, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me that shirt with, with me crushing him in half. Give me that shirt. Let's sell that. Posters. Anybody who Posters. doesn't like Alvin Kamara. Anybody who doesn't like Alvin Kamara. Buy this shirt. Yeah. Off gate, 50 beans. They're going to buy it. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole man. I would have took taken advantage of it. Yeah. But <laughs> everything happened for a reason. For sure. For you know sure. what I'm saying? I would have definitely taken advantage of it though, or at least tried. But I think I could have did something with it. But I kind of like that for guys now. It kind of takes off of the urgency. Oh, I gotta make it to the league. Right. Because now make it to the league to yeah. play. But now you can make that money. Like everything's yeah. digital. Everything online. You can have a career without ever stepping on the field. And I think it kind of gives them an opportunity for all that they take from us. They take your body. Right. They take your family. They take your life. Think about it. What I mean they take your family? Y'all get to go see y'all families. Mm-hmm. All right. Time, Thanksgiving. Bro. Time. Time is the only You got to practice. That's the only thing. Every time you yeah. go Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever holiday they, you set, you're celebrating, you, they going to, you going, other people going to see their family. Nah, you got to practice for a game. Think about people in the league. Eli Manning. Peyton Manning, they hadn't spent a daggone Thanksgiving together in almost 20 years because they were playing football. Right. Think of Kobe Bryant. 
He was 40 when he died. He spent over 20, 20 years, years playing basketball. Yeah. He got four That's years crazy. to live his life with his family, man. Damn. Spent his whole life in Dwayne Haskins. He dies, unfortunately, and people are talking about football. Like that's where it goes into like you're more point. than and that's they, the whole point. That's exactly. Whole point. Yeah. Even in death, football. What he did for us. Oh, he was a good player. You, are you thinking about his, his family, family, bro? You got to change the narrative, man. Like that's crazy. And, and, and I think that's what narrative. I want to do. Like I think I had to experience everything I did to be able to be credible when I say things like this. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. To be, I wouldn't change anything. I don't want to be in the league, bro. Mm-hmm. Because I understand you can't give me that money and I can't live the life that I live now. I can't be modest. I can't be humble like right. that. It'd be extremely hard. Temptations would be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like I had to learn these things to be able to tell these guys, you go, you make that bread, you live your dreams, mm-hmm. you play that football. But at the end of the day, be ready for this that. This person. You still, got, you still got to look in the mirror. ready for that. You still got to look in the mirror exactly. at the end of the day. Exactly. You, you got to go home and, and look in that mirror. And yep. Peace is up here, bro. Nothing from the outside world can give you peace, bro. It's plenty of rich millionaire billionaires that hate their lives. Right. They hate their lives. Cause they hate who they are within. If you invest in in within, bro, it only make you better in whatever you want to do on the outside. Yeah, right? you a rich nigga in my eyes, bro. Man, yeah, <laughs> what, what, made, what made Solomon rich? Right. It wasn't everything he had physically. Right. It was the the knowledge that he had, right. the wisdom that he had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why, yeah, I traded these riches for these riches, but mm-hmm. I take these. Riches. I want them, bro. Yeah. Like store up not for yourselves riches on earth, with thieves can break in and steal. A thief broke in and stole mine. For sure. They stole it. But now I got riches you can't steal. Like right. you can, nigga. Look at I don't need this. Nigga, look at right. I don't need all of that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't need that. But I'm rich, bro. You I'm, I'm rich in the bar. Exactly. You me. Yeah. And now, but then, but but a lot. I'm gonna be real, bro. A lot. A lot of people won't understand that, bro. Nah. You feel me? And and that's that's, that's okay. Cool. That's okay. You feel me? But I just I, I appreciate the fact that you going out here and you yeah. you teaching other people that you feel me right. even coming on this podcast you know what I'm saying you ain't have to you ain't have to go into your situation you ain't have to you know what I'm saying do all that but you did you yeah. feel me so like you gotta change the narrative bro yeah. like and a lot of people don't want to hear the truth like, so. we was talking we was talking doing our research whatnot prepping whatnot I was like bro who knows bro Moot Jamon Jamar probably put 12 youngins in the league, bro. Right. You know and, what I'm saying? And, that, and, that, and that's and what that guys, that's the whole thing, bro. For real. Like, it might not have been for you to, to go to the league. It might for you to be for you to send 12 youngins to the league forever. Or Whatever just, you got just, playing, just give, bro. Or just give them some game. You feel yeah. me? Like, Even if I just drop a seed of anything, like it's right. not my job to water that. Right. It's for like the most high to water that. Right. The, only, the best teacher's experiences in everything. Yeah. Right. You didn't learn how to do a step back until you did a step back. Right. right. <laughs> then you you failed like, a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you hit that first step back, created that space, and, and then you executed a shot right. to it yeah. that taught you boom. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to teach them the stuff that it's going to take you years to learn to go boom. You learn that now and just believe me because I've been through it and just believe me for mm-hmm. that. Sure. Just try to make better people to where they don't make the same mistakes I, I did. Right. It took me going through that to get me where to you are today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying up here to get me there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So just yeah, trying to invest it, trying to invest in them. Like guys like Trey Turner is about to go there. Like 
dog, just understand if you don't do another thing in the world, you've already done enough. Bro. Mm-hmm. Like, want to hear your name called for you. Yeah. Don't want to hear If you don't hear your name called, it ain't going to change how people view you, bro. Right. You still going to be the same in their eyes. Like, want to hear your name called for you, not because, damn, people ain't going to look at me the same if it don't. Right. right. You feel me? So just trying to instill maybe even little shit like that. Mm-hmm. Letting them know, bro, it's a job, bro. You got to think it's a job. Right. If you can do, if you can play the game, you'll always have a job for the rest of your life. Not the game of football. But the, the game, the of game politics, yeah. The you know? game. Yeah. The game. The real game. The real game. Chess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's even the league that suck. But they play, they they play the game for four years. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> At the end of the day, I didn't play the game. I, 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 I had to learn Damn, well, sometimes in this world, you know, this ain't our world. This is just the, the powers that be running. Mm-hmm. And you got to be a certain kind of way for them. I didn't want to be that certain kind of way. You got to be you. You know what I'm saying? I would rather be me than be who who, who you say I have to be. Every time. The yes man. Yeah, the yes man. I'm not a yes man. Right. I can't be the yes man because at the end of the day, a yes man would do anything. And you ain't growing your program like that. Nah. No way. Nah. Hell nah. nah. You need some friction to grow, nah. bro. Because then you don't have men. Right. You just got bitches. <laughs> and robots. You know and your program is <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're fine. Yeah. Like, you know, now, now you're looking at somebody else like they wrong. Yeah. yeah. Now you're hating, hating the new coach out there in the same shit you was wearing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He the same what you had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Man. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, man, this has been, this been a good one, man. We got one last ass. question for you, bro. That's good, man. We do this, you know, at the end of Kids Don't Die Podcast, we ask... Who you think should be next? On a well, maybe not next. Or who who should we shine some light on? Man, it's a lot of guys doing some things out there, man. Um, shit, I'll put my team on, bro. For sure, I put I put my team on my Burlington Bulls, boy. Okay, we're gonna on. have to okay. come out yeah, there. Uh, yeah, man, we're gonna have to come out there, man. Get some uh, some young guys start like wanting these guys to like understand. Media is a part of it, too. Mm-hmm. Getting your name out there, but creating your own narrative right. ahead of time. So, man, I probably uh, I probably want to bring some of my boys up here. For sure. We're going to do that. To, you know. For sure. For sure. Yeah, you, I think that would be pretty dope. That's dope, for sure. Yeah. We're going to yeah. do that. Well, look, man, we, we appreciate you coming on the show, no, my dog. Sure, appreciate you Appreciate it, bro. Me. I enjoyed myself. Man. It's been it's, it's been a great episode of the Kids Don't Die podcast. Right, appreciate you feel that. me? Again, I'm Big Bruv. I'm by Josh Brunson. Six Mad Man, man after God, bro. You already know, bro. Appreciate y'all, man. Shit, we out. out. Appreciate that. That's a hell of a podcast. I'm going to be real. I'm going to clip that up right there. They're going to see that ass.